Over at the Never Heard of It podcast, we've spent the last four years criticizing people's films and talking about how they could have made them better. Well, you know what? Now it's time to put your money where our mouth is. That's right. The Never Heard of It podcast and Night Shift Radio are making a movie. We are making a brand new sci-fi thriller called Somnium. Somnium is the tale of a brand new app, something kind of like TikTok, where people are able to watch others' dreams, everyone's dreams, anonymously across the world. However, our main character, Adam, starts to see dreams that look all too familiar, including dreams of somebody murdering him. So the question is, who is dreaming of murdering Adam? That's the question we look to answer in our brand new film, Somnium, but we need your help. We need your help in funding so we can pay the amazing crew and the amazing cast of this brand new film. Head to nightshiftradio.com somnium. Donate what you can, and if you can't, share with 100,000 of your closest friends. Someone out there is going to be a rich weirdo that's going to want to fund this film. So again, nightshiftradio.com somnium. Thank you so much, guys. We look forward to making this movie just for you. My name is Caleb Coy, and all of my life I've had encounters that I couldn't explain. As a child, raised in a deeply religious home, I was taught to believe in an invisible world of spirits, constantly at war. Growing up, I rejected faith in favor of science and skepticism. I don't know for sure that what I've witnessed were ghosts. I don't even know if I believe in ghosts. The souls of the dead, trapped in their last moments. Some residual energy of life, obeying the laws of thermodynamics. Whispers from a parallel universe, only noticeable when the membranes slap together. Or just hallucinations from mold in the wall. In the stories that follow, we offer no explanations. Only the truth as it was observed. So join me, as Night Shift Radio presents, Possibly Normal. Episode 3, The Mannequins Were Moving. It's fair to say that American horror found its strongest roots in the New England area, and if you've ever visited, it's not hard to see why. This story comes from a friend of Night Shift Radio named Chuck, and takes place at a mall outside of Boston in the city of Medford, Massachusetts. In his own words, When I was a teenager, I worked for the Orange Julius shop at the mall in our town. This was where it started. Some backstory. Before it was a mall, it was a drive-in. And before it was a drive-in, it was a swimming hole that was filled in. Story has it, there were three people who drowned one summer, and their bodies were never found. The swimming hole was fed by a river. One Sunday evening, the whole crew was there to do a deep cleaning of the store. While we were there, my buddy and I decided to do laps inside the mall on my bike. After several laps, I noticed there was something odd. In front of the Walden Bookstore, a display of books, typically stacked in a pyramid about three feet high, had fallen over. By the way they'd fallen off, it was as if the table had spun. Every book was on the floor. The store was closed, and all the employees had long since gone home. I mentioned it to the security guard that was working in the mall that evening. He went on to tell me a bunch of stories about how the place was haunted. Of course, I shrugged it off and went home. Sometime later, I was working at the restaurant and was closing up. A 
I shut everything off and closed the door to the back room. But before closing the door, I placed a bucket on the floor directly next to the door, against the wall. There were no windows, so when the lights were off, it was pitch black, to the point you couldn't see the hand in front of your face. Realizing I forgot something in the back room, I opened the door to go inside, and the bucket shot across the floor as if someone had placed it in front of the door. Now mind you, there was no way the bucket could have been there when I closed the door. If it had been, the door wouldn't close. When I looked down, I saw a pair of feet. The only way to describe what I saw was the... Well, do you remember the, the snow of an old tube TV on Channel 3 without cable? As I looked up, the rest of what I saw formed a person. I screamed and it disappeared. But when it disappeared, it did so from the middle of the torso and kind of blew to the right as if something had pulled it. As time passed, other small things would happen. The door to the ice machine would close on its own, even though it was held open with an eye hook. Things would disappear, then reappear in the exact spot they were lost days or weeks later. Sometimes we would find it. objects had been moved around, though not by any of us. I also remember the jukebox in the pizza place next to Orange Julius, Papa Gino's. It used to turn on and play a song and then shut off on a regular basis. Never the same song, but always around the same time, usually around midnight. At 19, I stopped working there, but my buddy ended up being the midnight security guard. I would often stop by after I got out of work, and hang out for a bit, and accompany him on his checks. <laughs> In no particular order. Many times we would see someone walking down the hall and turn into one of the wings. We would check it out, but there would be never anyone there. This was well after the mall was closed and everything would be locked up. There was also no exit from the hallway that the person had walked down. One time, this person walked down the hallway to the mall offices, which had a camera monitoring the door and hallway. On checking the footage, you could see the door open, but no one walked through. Some nights, we'd be walking through the mall, and any time we walked past the entrance of a store that had that classic roll-up fencing, you know the style, uh, as its front gate, the fence would shake as we walked past. This would happen at every store that had this type of gate. At any given time, the dogs would start barking in a frenzy and then stop as quickly as they started. One night, the security system at the store Express made one of the we failed to remove the security device from your clothing announcements. But it was in French. We knew the manager and told her about it a few days later, and she laughed, saying their system doesn't speak French. Also at the Express, one of their front window displays included two six-foot-sized... Easter Island heads. As my buddy and I walked by the store, we noted that the heads were facing away from each other. But the next time we walked by, they were looking right at each other. This happened quite often at different stores, actually. The mannequins would change positions or swap places. Last one I'll leave you with. My buddy and I were sitting at a table in the food court, both looking in the same direction. It sounds ridiculous, but I happened to look at one of the trash receptacles. It was round and had a, a window on the side that you place your trash into. There was also a window on the other side, so you could see right through it. 
As I looked at it, I thought there was something looking back at me. Thinking, of course, that my eyes were playing tricks on me, I looked away. When I looked back a few seconds later, it was, it was still there, but, but this time it smiled at me. I asked Frank, do you, do you happen to see the face in the trash barrel over there that's smiling at us? He finished. Yes. Frank simply replied, yep, I'm going outside. When I looked back, the face was gone. There were other instances, but this is what I would consider the big stuff. Yeah, it was pretty rad.